eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, joined by Sean Shapiro, associate editor of EP Rinkside and publisher of Shap Shots. Wanted to get into the Friday night decision late in the game where Jamie Benn was pushed by Morrissey into Hellebuck, and it caused a late goal because Hellebuck was down on the ice without a helmet. And the Stars got a fortunate point. Kudos to them for fighting back. I thought, you know, I'll take that point. Um, But watching Hockey Night in Canada, Elliot Friedman on Saturday night, uh, and Jeff Merrick was also pointing out, this absolutely will um, not necessarily be a full rule change because if you read the rule, the call on the ice was correct. But what those guys feel talking to general managers is that there will be a push for a more immediate whistle. And I think that is a good idea. I mean, by the letter of the law, stars absolutely. But you cannot allow a goalie to be down on the ice. And I don't think Hellebuck was selling it. Um, that was a pretty hard hit that he took. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, a, a scrum in front of the net. And uh, obviously Ben was pushed in, so it wasn't intentional. There was no way to 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 control that. But, uh, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts. And if you think that there will be change in the NHL based on Friday night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, for me, there's two elements. There's two important elements to this play to me. I think, A, I think it should not have been a goal. I think it's something where that's a play that is a dangerous play. Um, the It should have been blown dead. 
And the other thing that I want to point out, because I know a lot of Stars fans brought this up on Twitter, they remember the uh, goal Dallas let up in the playoffs against St. Louis where Ben Bishop was down mm-hmm. and the Blues scored. And I say this as someone who has played the position, and I think the Bishop goal against Dallas and St. Louis should have counted, and I don't think this goal should have. And the key one for me is the mask. There's there's a difference. If a goalie is laying on the ice and he is selling it, he is not taking his mask off. I'm just going to tell you that right now. As much as people think about how this position was originally born out of crazy people who didn't wear masks and had stitches in their faces and everything like that, if the helmet is off, the play needs to be blown dead. That is 100% what I uh, I believe. Um, the fact that Hellebuck didn't have his helmet helmet on, that's why the play needs to be If he's laying on the ice and you want to make it a judgment call and he's wearing it and his mask is still on, I'm okay with the goal counting. But we're talking about the head. We're talking about a piece of vulcanized rubber that can kill a man. That, to me, needs to be blown dead right away when yeah, the mask comes I, off. I completely agree with you. Um, I think the rule says differently, unfortunately. Yes. And yes. that's, I mean, I would personally like to see a rule change. However, the way they were talking, it doesn't appear as though there will, but there will be more emphasis on blowing the whistle because there was time to blow the whistle. There was, 100%. And that's why it's 100% too. And the other thing, it also wasn't Hellebuck selling it. If you look back at that play, yeah. it's, him, it's for him protecting his head. Sure. That's, yeah. Like, like he he's put his arms around his head to protect his head from that. I mean, you want someone to be. It's it it, it should have been it should have been blown dead. I mean, the fact of the matter is the NHL now has a rule that if you lose your helmet during play, you have to go back to the bench right away for a player. And you and they just put in a new rule that uh, any player who entered the NHL after the 2019-20 season can no longer take uh, warm ups without a helmet yeah the fact that you're making those rules come on you got to make it you got to make it if the goalie loses helmet the play's dead no matter what it's, yeah. you got to do that it's, yeah it's common sense and you know it's interesting because there are teams like carolina and winnipeg that aren't in the biggest markets and when they come around you're like wow that sebastian aho is pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> and every time yeah. i see connor hellebuck i'm like that guy's elite i mean he 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 truly is a special goalie which brings me to Wedgwood and Ottinger. Did we get too used to low goals against guys where, you know, there are going to be days where three and four definitely get let up? It just seems like since Ottinger has come back from the injury, maybe it's going to take time. It, it just doesn't seem as though he's been as sharp. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think Jake is a very good number one NHL goalie potentially has the chance to be one of the best in the world, but you got to develop consistency to do that. And Jake's coming off injury. And as much as I think Scott Wedgwood is a good, I think Scott Wedgwood is actually the perfect backup, but he's not the perfect backup for this point in Jake Ottinger's career. And what I mean by that is Scott Wedgwood is the perfect backup when the other guy is consistently ready to play 60 to 65. When it's a Vasilevsky or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. I think, and so Dallas doesn't have the, what Anton Hudobin was before, before he kind of trailed off in his career. Anton Hudobin was the perfect, the old Anton Hudobin that Ben Bishop had 
would have been the perfect backup for Jake Ottinger, the guy who is going to push and play 30 to 35 nights a year and is going to potentially try to steal the net from you with his play. Scott Wedgwood is never going to steal the net from him. Jake Ottinger knows it's his net, and so it becomes a point of internal pride and internal game. He needs, in my view, Wedgwood doesn't he's not the level of backup that you need that's going to push Ottinger to be better. Ottinger has to push himself to be better. And I'm not saying Jake can't do that, but we're seeing kind of a stretch where this is the side effect of it, where you're going to, it's not like someone else is going to come in there and take the net from him. You're seeing kind of the side effect of not having that true one, a to really take the net from him and really force him to be the guy. He has to figure it out himself. And that's just the decision Dallas decided to go with, with Wedgwood and, I don't blame them for that decision. It's just kind of something you have to live with right now. And I think they're going to kind of figure it out going forward. Um, personally, you don't want to see this many goals against. You don't want to see how it goes. But I think you are hopeful and praying right now with a Dallas fan that Ottinger uses this experience to be. This is how I'm a pro every night. This is how I find my consistency. This is how I get out of a bit of this divot. And maybe... When we talk two weeks from now, we're like, okay, hey, it worked. Yeah. Maybe you're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe they needed a different backup. I think it's just kind of it's one of the risks Jim Neal had to take with how he built this roster. You had to have a Wedgwood type backup, and that's just a reality. 